You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland. And I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Were you rushing or were you dragging? Gentlemen, welcome to Fight Club. First rule of Fight Club is you do not talk about Fight Club. Second rule of Fight Club is you do not talk about Fight Club. Here we go. Welcome back to Movie Matrix, and as always, my name is Jordan. We got Matt. Yo! Got my dad. What's going on? Also known as David. And today I'm going to give us titles. I just told him that. And that was my dad's phone, uh, if you can hear it. Uh, so I am a host. My name is Jordan. We have a co-host. His name is Matt. He is our year analyst. Thank specialist. you. He knows every year of every movie. I just kind of have the knowledge of basic crap and other stuff and then we've got my dad who is the old scholar the old he knows scholar. more he knows he has a lot of um knowledge because Wisdom. he's old because he's er. been around for a while exactly he is just recently turned 51 yeah and we are at the, at the sprite age of 26 so um well i am 26 you're 26 now too yeah, yeah. Um, 27 this year, but so that's kind of what we're, that's kind of what we got going for us. I just don't really have a specialty. I just watch stuff and hope for the best. <laughs> you know, I have a lot of knowledge and all, but of, of we just wing yeah. it. My, what you're saying is we, my all, main we talent, all like movies and we know quite a bit. My main talent is knowing a lot of us. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. across the board. So not all that. video games, this movie, everything. All of it isn't actually ever going to matter in my life. So, exactly. But you um, know what? You know when it is going to matter? Times like right now. Oh, yeah. We're going to yeah, share our knowledge so with much, the world. So much knowledge. And, and we're going to share Matrix it. Matrix Podcast. Exactly. And we're going to share it today over my most anticipated movie of the year. Is that something to say that might be wrong? It's not. Because it's my most anticipated movie. I have one that's kind of close to it. Doctor Strange, of course. But this is not what this one's about. My most anticipated movie of the year, The Batman. Yeah. Um, directed, by, directed by Matt Reeves. This is the most anticipated movie for most people. Um, that like anything. Hey, I'm DC all the way, man. Mm, I like DC better than Marvel, but not, not their movies. I like, um, the, I like the characters better, I think, is what it is. I, yeah, I, I, I enjoy can, the characters I can agree. Better. Marvel's just done you. a lot better with them. Um, but yeah, well, today we're going to talk about the Batman. It's a, movie, it's a Matrix mini-pod. How many? We're not going to... I don't know. It's a three-hour movie. We don't know how long we're going to talk about this, yeah. Um, but we will go ahead and get into it as far as what we thought. No spoilers. There's not a lot in this movie to spoil. Um, I mean... Because the trailers, I mean, you know who Riddler is and everything. So the trailers give a lot away, but we, we won't talk about some of the side plots, I guess, because mm-hmm. there are a couple. Um, but anyways, I overall really like this movie. I wasn't sure about it going in. Um, I know there's a lot of hype to it, which can always mean failure, um, especially with Batman, because Batman is one of those people, one of those things that there's only, I like Robert Pattinson's Batman, so there's only three Maybe you can put four good Batman in there, and really people don't like Ben Affleck, and I like Ben Affleck the most. Mm-hmm. I like um, Ben. So you know you got Christian Bale, who I don't think is the best Batman, the best movies, um, and then you got Ben Affleck, Michael Keaton, of course, OG, and then you've got now Pattinson. I don't. The other ones aren't very good. Uh, Kilmer or no. Clooney, Adam West. Adam West, of course. If you if you, <laughs> well, I was you talking movie wise, but hey, there's a movie in there. Yeah. Even, even Clooney will tell you he's bad. He sucked. Um, but going into the Batman roles hard, I think, and Robert Pattinson, I think, did fantastic in this role um people think he's just twilight man he's hey, just been in so much more and not to mention the crap he got when they first announced him as batman he yeah. actually said I mean, that people jumped him like crazy man he actually said that this was w- better backlash than was when he got the role of edward cullen in twilight he said when he got that role 
that I read a report so that it was the worst thing that ever happened to him almost because of all the backlash. Because Twilight was a big book back then. Right. It is now, too, but Grant Olsen would suck, and he knows it. But um, he got he got a lot of bad backlash, but he said it wasn't near what it was with Twilight, which mm-hmm. I thought was crazy that because all I saw was he's going to suck. What I like about him is that he starts off with Twilight, and oh, I just can't stand those movies. But he's such a lot of money. He's such a good actor, and he's showing that with a lot of the independent mm-hmm. movies he's done. Yeah, go watch just over the years. I mean, he's done so many good things that I'm ready just about watching him in anything. I mean, it's, he's he really is that good. He's becoming one of my favorites. And Tenet, Lighthouse, this. I want to watch High Life, but later. have you seen Good Time? No, it's really, good. really good in that though. It was really good. Um, he's, he's a powerhouse in that movie. Got a little off track. What's about well, that was about Robin Pattinson. I want I want to say all that because I think he delivers one of the best performances as Batman. That I've seen. It's this version of Batman, I should say, because we have not got this version of Batman. This is probably what Ben Affleck's version would be when he was younger. Because Ben Affleck is so gritty now. I don't know. But um, this version of Batman is very dark, very gritty. Gotham becomes kind of a character in this. And Gotham is the worst place. It's like the... we, You know, Gotham's always been bad. But this movie conveys it as being the worst oh, yeah. place oh, yeah. ever made. There's nothing that can save it. Um, Batman is there to try to save it. He even thinks he can't do it at the beginning of the movie. He goes, they know I'm here, but it's really, what can I do? Um, I think he does great. Zoe Kravitz does pretty good what she's given. She's not really given a lot here. Mm. Uh, I think, maybe, I don't know if I can say my favorite, my favorite Catwoman, because she's not even really Catwoman yet in this movie. Um, Michelle Pfeiffer is probably the best, but I don't like a big fan of her that much. And I don't mind what's her name in Dark Knight Rises. I can't think of her name. Anne uh, Hathaway. Anne Hathaway. So I didn't mind her. But that's good. The Penguin is great. Colin Farrell is oh great in this. Um, Ridley is great in this. Um, so the characters are great. Um, Falcone is great in this, um, which I didn't think it would be. The overall story is pretty great. I mean, it's this movie could be cut down a little bit. I agree. The only thing I have against it, a little long. Um, one of the one of the subplots, didn't care about that much, which is fine. Um there, but the reason it's there, I think, actually, is to make that character rounded. Um, and then to make you see that Gotham sucks. No matter which character you're, you're going, you like, Gotham has ruined that character. Yeah, that's one thing they really hammer home in this movie yeah. is how much Gotham sucks. The sun is in this movie three times. Literally. Yeah. Like, it's, it's always, always dark. dark. It's dark. It's damp. It's depressing. Yeah, it's, it's horrible. Um, and I have to admit, my only reservation going to the movie was I didn't think any circus could really pull off an Alfred. It does really good. That was your <laughs> only <laughs> reservation. I, 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 I was I was good on everybody else, but I wasn't sure about Alfred. We haven't had about Alfred, no matter even Gotham's Alfred. I was reserved about the three hour runtime. That was my other. That's my only reservation. I'm all about going in. longer movies. So that just, just depends, man. Um, how but many, how many have we watched here lately that we're like, hey, could have cut about 20, 30 minutes off that, and been maybe a much like better said, movie. Yeah. I but Andy Circus crushes it. He's not given a lot of time either, but he crushes it. He's a good Alfred, and I'm ready to see more. Overall, though, this movie doesn't have many flaws for me. Um, you can get into some things, I guess, if you really want to nitpick hard, hard. Mm-hmm. But overall, it I, it was a kind of a breeze for me. I don't think it didn't, it didn't seem three hours. I looked down my watch, and I, was, and I was like, not in a bad way. I just wondered how much more I had left because it's not a very action-packed movie um, at the beginning. And then I looked down, and I was like, we still got a couple hours, and I was pretty excited. So... Um, yeah, with that's I think that's all I can really say for now. So. Yeah, I got. I mean, I have pretty much the same. I'm just gonna piggyback off you, um, not literally, um, but I'm just gonna piggyback off you and say I think it's a miracle that this is the, if my math is correct, uh, this is the ninth live action Batman film we've gotten, and this is the eleventh time we've seen Batman in live action. You know, I don't really count BVS and Justice League as. 
Batman films. However, it's a miracle we've seen Batman so many times, yet somehow this film can feel completely different from anything else that we've seen in the past. The tone's different. The way the story develops is different. The way the story is set up is different. The character's different. The character motivations are different. Um, And honestly, this is the type of Batman movie I have been wanting to see for a long time. I just, I loved, loved this movie. I loved the tone of this movie. I loved the direction of this movie. I loved the way they took the characters, like I said. Um, I loved Batman in this movie. Um, You get a true, dark, depressing, film noir-esque detective Batman. And I love that tone of this movie. Um, There's a lot of stuff that I love about this movie. Like you said, Jordan, I think everybody in this movie is good. I think everybody in this movie works. I think all the characters... And we can nitpick a little bit, but I think as far as actor-wise, I think if you're an actor in this film and you had more than, I don't know, five lines, you were pretty freaking good. I think everybody in this movie was the pretty good. The random cops, whatever. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, like, whatever. I'm just saying you were pretty stinking good in this film, uh, and they all worked pretty well. Um, I think uh, I I have a couple of, like, small... They're not even, like, issues I have with the film. It's more like things I was expecting that I wish... Would have went a little differently, um, but I think um, overall we'll get into it more with the villains and the plot and everything, but um, overall I really, really liked it. The only issue I have, I wish I would have seen a little bit more Alfred. I mean, because I did like Andy Serkis quite a bit as Alfred. I wish I would have seen a little bit more of him. Not really a gripe on the movie, just my expectations. And there's, um, the movie almost gets too, the movie almost gets too convoluted, but it doesn't quite get there. Thankfully, they're able to, um, weave the story together in a natural way that doesn't feel unnecessarily complicated. If you guys feel what I'm saying, you have to, you have to go into convoluted later because I want that, that's I want to know what you mean by that later. Well, I'm just, I just mean they almost threw too many fish in the fryer at the same time. You know what I mean? Like they almost threw too many things in it, and I thought oh, I don't know how this is going to work. But like I said, it ended up meshing. It ended up meshing together pretty well. Um, and then. I think there's a cameo toward the end of the film that felt kind of tacked on. Um, I, it gets me excited for what could be possible in the future, but I just felt like um, the addition of a certain character just felt kind of like an afterthought. But it um, doesn't take away from the movie as a whole. I loved this movie. I've been wanting to see a dark, gritty, detective Batman movie like this for a long time. I love Batman. I've probably read more Batman comics than I have any other com- any other comic book character um, and I was just very, very happy with this movie. Anyway, I'm going to shut up now. David, take it away. Let me say, I love this movie. <laughs> I am a huge Batman fan, always have been. It just, <clears throat> I remember going to the theaters and watching Michael Keaton when he first was Batman all the way through. Boy, have times changed. Yes, they have. Batman. <laughs> Good <laughs> yes, Lord. They He's, have. Yeah. But I, I absolutely love Batman, and I love this movie. Um, part of what made this movie great, I think, was. That and I've heard this other people say this before, but it's true. The characters felt grounded; they felt real. Mm-hmm. And in some of the other other movies, you get characters that, you know, somewhat. But there's there's a little bit out Justice there. League. Yeah, a little bit out <laughs> there. But I was thinking Jim Carrey. But, but they but they felt real. These characters felt like like they could actually live in our city. They could live in a city. Yeah. Uh, the Riddler. He could just you know some random serial killer man. Just some just, random dude. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he could he. He probably is out there somewhere, probably know. But it felt real. It felt grounded, and I really appreciated that. I love 
the darkness of this movie, but that's also one of the pet peeves I have. There were a couple scenes that they did just, and it might have just been our theater, I don't know. They felt like it was a little, as far as lighting goes, was a little too dark. Our theater does run on the dark side, I think. I love the... Things. Which is not to say that it, I love the darkness of this movie, mm-hmm. but at the same time, as far as the lighting goes in some of the scenes, I couldn't tell what was going on sometimes, and because it, it was just a little, it was a little too dark how how they how they lit it how they lit the scene. It was just it was a little off putting, but it wasn't in all the scenes, but it was just in a couple here and there, and that's what, probably my main pet peeve in the movie. Um, I love how they started the movie off with the like this film noir. And you knew it was going to be a, a detective type thing. And mm-hmm. I love how this is the most detective Batman I think we've ever had. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because Christian Bale's detectiveness came from Lucius Fox. Yeah. I mean, so. yeah, and he never really did anything. He's like, I'm going to go take a bullet out of a brick and just scan it. And that's pretty much it. But as far as clues and figuring out puzzles and, and this and that, you know, scanning a room. I mean, it was just awesome. Yeah. And I told Jordan this before. And I hadn't really heard anybody say this before, but this reminded me of the video games. The Arkham, the, the Arkham, Arkham video games, games. Yeah. A, a lot like it. Uh, you know, this is in the trailer. So when he meets the, the that little gang with the white faces, and tears into them, that is exactly like the video game. Mm-hmm. You know, the first guy hits six, seven times before he you know goes down, and then he fights him just like the video game. I thought that was awesome um, because I really like those video games a lot. You know, hey, yeah, I played them all the way through. Yeah, yeah they're good. So, <clears throat> but. Overall, like I said, there's not much that I can nitpick about it. There were some lighting issues. I thought, like uh, like we like you said, it could have been cut down, maybe just a little bit, maybe one of the side. But even at that, I don't think it should have. I'm just saying it right. could have. I mean, even at that, I yeah. it was it was fine. Um, I'm gonna say even the score was really good. Oh, we're yes. gonna get into that. Now, that was great. Yes, was I meant great. to mention that. I don't usually care about the score. I just want to watch. I don't want to watch a movie, but. As it went on, I'm going, dang, this sounds good. Yeah. I am enjoying this a lot. And I told Jordan this. Maybe you were there, too, at the time. Uh, after we watched the movie, this was... We, we we talk so much about movies right now, and, and they get to the third act or the second act, and it just loses us. It just kind of... It mm-hmm. falls flat. And that yeah. This yeah. had the perfect buildup from the first act to the second act. To the climax of the third act, and it was fantastic. It built on everything, and once you hit that third act, I had a smile on my face, man. I was so happy what was going on. I was just ecstatic sitting there. I couldn't. I can't say any more about it. Just, I just absolutely love this movie. I agree. There were certain there were certain moments uh, similar to that that I was just giddy, like moments in this that gave me chill bumps. uh, That just just hit me perfectly um i really really enjoyed them um i wanted to say what you did what you i want to back up kind of what you said david i think i agree with you i think it is very dark i mean like in tone and in physical lighting however i think the cinematography in this movie is actually beautiful beautiful. I i think it's outstanding because i think the film is so dark whenever certain colors and certain lights show up it really pops and it really just fills the scene in the frame really fills the fills the frame um, and I really, really liked that. thought it was beautiful. Like you said, the score is excellent. That one Nirvana song that's in the trailer is excellent that they play in the movie. Um, and I wanted to say, um, you said something a minute ago that um, made me think of this. Um, I like the realism of this. I agree with you. It feels like a graphic novel 
However, it also feels like it's steeped in reality. It mm-hmm. almost feels like, you know, like John Wick. John Wick is based off a graphic novel, but it feels like it's steeped in somewhat reality. Right. This feels like it's almost in the same universe as John Wick. Mm-hmm. It feels like a comic book movie, but it also has a lot of realism in it mm-hmm. that I really, really liked. And I've heard a lot of people say, you know, you can kind of compare it to like a, the Zodiac Killer kind of. Well, yeah. You know, comparing, there, there's a lot of comparisons going yeah, on there. It basically is. But, <laughs> but still, I mean, it just feels, we get these characters that we've, We've grown up with, yeah. and all of a sudden we get like this reality that just kind of kicks you in the face. It's fantastic. It is. Well, Matt Reeves did say that they actually um, based Riddler off Zodiac, um, which made me even more excited. So yeah, because um, I love the movie Zodiac. I mean, I I mean, I love no. I'm not saying I love. I love the guy. <laughs> I love, I the, love killer. the killer. Whoever he is, we're never gonna know. <laughs> He's probably uh, dead. Paul Dano. Um, so we'll go ahead and just do spoilers. I'm gonna get into a couple things, but I don't know. Uh, the first part is really good, and it's not in the trailer. And I'm gonna talk about it. So. Yeah, um, let's, yeah. I mean, we, we got our thoughts out of the way. Let's get so into the spoiler spoilers. stuff. No, I am the father. I see dead people. And that's not a prediction. That's a spoiler. He is the one. Okay, so I think the monologue in this film is one of my... Fi- now, you know how I am about monologue. You hate narration. I'm not so a do I. I cannot fan stand of narration, it. right? Yeah. And this movie's like not got a lot of it. It's got some here and there, you know, here yeah, and talk. Like maybe man, five minutes. The beginning of the monologue, and then, which we'll get into later, the end of the monologue, is just so beautifully done. It shows... Yes. In just this movie, and this movie happens over mm, a couple months or whatever. Um, yeah. And in just those couple months, Batman grows as a person mm-hmm. and be- realizes what he has to be. Mm-hmm. At the beginning of the movie, he is vengeance. Yep. Right, he even said, "Who are you? I am vengeance." Great part of the trailer, and they by just the way. call him vengeance yeah. throughout the movie. Even which is kind of cool. Catwoman's like vengeance. Um, Penguin's calling him vengeance or whatever. And um, anyways, but the monologue at the beginning is he's him saying, "Well, I have the I have the uh, bat signal. It's it's for them. They think I'm in the shadows, and you have a bunch of criminals looking in the shadows, running away. He's not actually there." At those points, and then he goes, "Well, mm-hmm. I'm actually here." And then he's you, like, "But I am the shadow." But I am the shadow. So he's already in, in his two years has instilled so much fear into Gotham that these criminals are looking at the shadows and the basket goes up and they're leaving. Mm-hmm. And that just shows you what he's done. Now, is it all right? Probably not. Yeah. No, because he said crime's gotten worse. Actually, yeah. He's, he's like, "How is this possible?" But. He is probably not taking the right approach at this. He doesn't. He's just mean. He's doesn't know what to do with his life. Everything he's done, he says is good, but he's not, he's not seeing any progress. So he's getting more and more mad. And so as that goes on, you get to see this in him throughout the film. He just doesn't have any kind of compassion, except for kind of for Selena Kyle because she's hot. Because um, <laughs> they've, they've always had a thing going on yeah. throughout the beginning of time. and comics, every movie, Selena Kyle is his kryptonite in a way. In Dark Knight Rises, they end up together. So it's like, you know, every interpretation is different of mm-hmm. this, and I think they're going to end up together in this. So um, the way they go, but it's just interesting that I think this is the most, in this movie, the most that a character has, uh, the Batman has probably done as far as character development. Now, I we're, we're going to yeah. get a trilogy. This movie is killing it. It's going to make a billion most likely easily. Yeah, yeah it's already we're, made. We're going to get a trilogy. They're already working on the second one. So I'm interested to see what they do. But this movie itself, he really does grow up quite a bit in year in year two, which people need to understand this is year two Batman. Right. right? We're not, you know, Christian Bale technically is from the beginning. And he's not this mean, but, you know, every interpretation is different. And Matt Reeves' interpretation is that Gotham sucks, man. He's mm-hmm. actually, he thinks he's made Gotham worse. Yeah. In the beginning of the movie, he thinks he's actually brought out people. 
And you get to see that. The monologue's great. He's talking about how Halloween, even even in the rain, people are out, and he's out, he's out there, you know. Um, I wanted to ask a question. What do you guys think of... Obviously, you know the tone of Gotham is... It's interesting it's on Halloween because it's a scary place. Yeah. What do you guys think of... Which is skipping over some stuff, but the actual Wayne Manor. I think this Wayne Manor is super sick. Yeah. Um, it I looks it was cool. It looks like a haunted house. It's, yeah. it's, it's grounded like it's actually in Gotham because the other ones don't look like it's in Gotham. I know they're. I know that it they stands out. I know yeah. that they are rich. <laughs> I know they've got yeah. money, but like this mansion feels like it's in Gotham. Yeah, he doesn't have some ballin' yeah. contemporary I mean, it ballin'. slick. Oh, no, okay, contemporary. it's ballin', but yeah. he doesn't have some some like some type of house that looks like the Rock would live in. It, it. actually it's looks like there's a cave underneath it. Yeah, it literally <laughs> looks like some old creepy manor, and it feels so Batman-y. That's what it I like feels like. About it's it. been neglected. Yeah, and I'm interested so, yeah. to see if we see a Wayne Enterprises coming. Which, we didn't see that. Which you know, I think they talk about it. I think you would see it neglected like that because of his his drive and his his anger at Gotham. He doesn't, care, he about doesn't care about anything except yeah. for vengeance. I, I mean, was just fixing to say that. I love the fact that in this movie they pushed aside stuff that most of the audience, myself included, does not give two craps about. For example. I don't need to see Bruce Wayne Amen. sitting in board meetings going over this and that. That doesn't dying. matter. And you know, or, I don't, <laughs> or dancing need to see, I don't need to see Thomas and Martha Wayne die <laughs> for the umpteenth time. It's not necessary. Even Joker freaking puts it down your throat. Yeah, exactly. That's not necessary. We don't need to see it. And I like how they just skipped over it. It doesn't matter. Because you know what? Even in this movie, Bruce doesn't give a crap about being Bruce Wayne. Even Alfred's trying to back him up. He goes, what about the board? What about this? What about that? He goes... I don't care. I don't care about anything. Look at me. I look like Bruce Wayne looks like a mess the entire movie. His hair is all unkept. He's just it just seems like he doesn't care about anything except being Batman. I think and he being wear, the best Batman he can be. I think if he could wear the costume the entire time, I think he would. I think he would. He and I like <laughs> I like the fact that we get ninety percent Batman and ten mm-hmm. percent Bruce Wayne in exactly. this movie. It is one of the things people are saying they don't like. Which is interesting. Not me. Because it's not called the Bruce Wayne. Well, I don't want that. And I, I can see both sides. I prefer what you guys say. But the thing is, is that they're saying Ron Pattinson wasn't a good Batman because of his Bruce Wayne. Bruce Wayne's not a Bruce Wayne's not a person. And this, there is it's no. Not supposed to matter. He has not become Bruce Wayne yet. He is just Batman all the time because he d- has not understood that he needs empathy. to balance them and or I, empathy. He doesn't have yeah. it. And I think we got plenty of Bruce Wayne in the Dark Knight trilogy. Gosh, we got too much. And exactly. And and in my opinion, that was one. of... <laughs> That that was one of the things I didn't like about the Dark Knight trilogy, the, how over the top they went with it. I really enjoy this, the way Robin Pattinson played the Bruce Wayne when he played Bruce Wayne. Like I said, it He's didn't happen. Didn't happen very mm-hmm. often. It wasn't wasn't for very long, and I kind of liked that a lot. That's exactly how he played. So I was just gonna say that's exactly how he played him. I like the fact that in this movie, when you see Bruce Wayne, I feel like that's kind of how it would be. He's a little effed up. He's a reclusive, trust fund billionaire kid who just doesn't want to go out in public. He doesn't want to talk to people. He just wants to focus on being the Batman. That's it. The only thing against it, and I'm not. this is not me saying I'm going to make the my grade lower. I've already got my grade locked. I don't think it's going li- to sway today. But F. Um, yep, it's a big old F. Mm-hmm. Um, F plus. The only thing about it, okay, so now Bruce Wayne hasn't been seen in a while, a couple, kind of like the Christian Bale thing, how he was gone for a couple of years. Yeah, when he's he in that cave, really hadn't. Yeah, just yeah. When, he really <laughs> hadn't been seen in a while. He doesn't make public appearances. He doesn't go to Wayne Enterprises. He doesn't do anything. They they come to him. Yeah. For like the signs, he basically signs off. So that's kind of how they explain. He doesn't even want to do that. Alfred kind of <laughs> does it for him, you know. Well, my only thing is, he kind of acts like Batman as Bruce Wayne. He does. And so, if it's, you're close to Bruce Wayne... It's like he's trying to... It's like he wants people to figure out who he is. Wayne. No, that's not what I meant. So, close to Batman. And Jeffrey Wright, who, by the way, we didn't talk about, 
pretty good James, pretty good Gordon. He actually, was, he was a very good Gordon. Um, a different Gordon, right? Because mm-hmm. I think Gary Oldman is hard to beat Gary Oldman in anything. Gary Oldman's fantastic. A different, a different Gordon. He's not commissioner yet. Um, which is kind of like kind of like that because year two he wouldn't be commissioner anyways. No. Um, so I like how they were smart enough to do that. But you would think the commi- the future commissioner might pick up on the fact. Granted, neither did. Gordon and the other one, even though he's yeah. he's actually closer and to Bruce like, Wayne than anyone, which is fine. Do we see Commissioner Bruce Wayne even speak in this movie? They're at the uh, I don't the know if they're speaking at the funeral together. Funeral, so I, yeah. that's the only thing I've seen is like, well, you can kind of who, who can afford you know I, you can get into yeah. that. You can it's go not past like he, it. It's not like I understand what you're saying. Yeah. I think what you're saying is it's not like Bruce it's not, it's Wayne not a huge leap, right? Yeah, it's not like <laughs> Bruce Wayne does his hardest trying to trying to cover up the fact that he's Batman. Like Bale does. Bale does that. You could probably figure it out if you knew both people pretty well. well. At the same time, they're probably saying, well, it's Bruce Wayne. How can he be Batman? I mean, come on. That too. And at the same time, it's like, this is basically New York. I mean, it's... Yeah. So there's like, how many people in New York? I mean, it's like, the chances that it's Bruce Wayne are so slim. Yeah. He is a billionaire, but no one's seen him forever. People think he's dead. It's like, so... Anyways, I just want to say that. But I like the fact that he's not... That again, they don't focus on him being some playboy philanthropist. He's not some super over... Like I said, he's a We might get there one day. He's a reclusive weirdo. He might develop into the Batman, say, like in Batman Begins. He's got a couple of honeys on his arms. He's like, I'm buying this. I hope we this. don't really get he to like, that, though. He, like, writes a check. He's like, not I'm buying this anyway. hotel and stuff. You know, we might get there eventually, but I like this version how he's not there. He's not developed as a person. Think, he's just a weird recluse, and the only person he really ever speaks to is Alfred. I think if we got to that and point, <laughs> I don't, I don't want to see the Batman. I don't want to see the Bruce Wayne, like, in The Dark Knight. Where he's the playboy, but I wouldn't mind seeing him take on the responsibility of like running a company type thing. But as far as the playboy goes, nah. I, yeah, it's I, been done. I don't want to see it. I not, see him but take on responsibility. Company. I'm not really a big fan. Like I understand that you don't want, obviously, to be. I don't want to be the bat. I don't people know I'm the Batman, but I don't really want to see him walk in with like three. Like I didn't like that about the Dark Knight trilogy. I love the Dark Knight trilogy. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't. I thought they went a little overboard on it's that. It's not necessary because I think Michael Keaton does a great Bruce Wayne. He's he's. The thing I like about Bruce Wayne in the comics or they have a the DC anime universe is by far the best anime universe, probably one of the, my favorite ones at least I made. And the Batman in that he he kind of acts like Batman, he kind of acts like Batman as Bruce Wayne, but he's a little nicer. Mm-hmm. He's just a little nicer, but he's not like flaunty. And Christian Bale is. I don't think Rob Pattinson ever will be flaunty. <laughs> by the way, this Batman is cruel. <laughs> so I think one day he might. He kind of loosens up at by the end of this movie, anyways. But I think one day he will loosen up. But the problem is, is that I've. We're getting to later. I've read a lot of reports what they want to do and about that end scene and stuff. He's not going to loosen up for anytime soon. He's got a lot of obstacles coming his way, I think, cool. that we've never seen. I'm That's excited awesome. about. But <coughs> let's change focus a bit. We can, you know, we just how we do this. Yeah, we, we, we don't, we don't do beat by beat because a three hour movie would take us four and a half hours to talk about right. if we do beat by beat. We can go back <coughs> if you want to. I'm going to skip a little bit. No, it's fine. Actually, so the beginning of the movie, let's talk about the Riddler. Um, the mm-hmm. Riddler is obviously the main antagonist. Now, there are. About fourteen antagonists in this movie. Pretty much, um, you, you can call it. You can call Catwoman a pro and antagonist. You, um, the Penguin's an antagonist. Falcone's an antagonist. But the, your main antagonist, the top build villain, the man we came to see f- go against Batman, yeah. is the Riddler. I mean, he's killing everybody. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. he's a serial killer. Now, I think this Riddler, obviously, compared to Jim Carrey, is different. But this is like now. I'm not saying he's Heath Ledger level Joker. I don't know how you guys feel no. about that. But I think he is right underneath or right there as far as like menacing the worst person in the world. The difference is they're both kind of crazy. But the difference is the Joker is so crazy he doesn't even care. Paul Dano's character has a mission. 
mm-hmm. in place that he expects to actually win. The Joker never expects to win. He just wants Batman to he lose. He wants chaos. Yeah. yeah, he doesn't care Joker about Gotham. Joker just wants to cause chaos. Paul Dano's Riddler wants Gotham to die, mm-hmm. yes. or at least see see him killing all of the people that made his life horrible. And it starts with the very first scene of that, uh, the very first scene of the Riddler. He's which, he's which is terrifying. He's stalking. He does a Batman. He just pops up, like just, watching it in the shadows. Sits in the shadows, yeah. And well, he, even the camera work before that, where he's watching, and you watch him. I mean, I'm just going, this is creepy. You watch him beat a man to death, and they don't really shy away from much of it. No, they don't show a lot of blood to get the R rating. Anything, I like the fact they you. It's it's te- this movie tears an R. I was just movie. fixing to say I love the fact that this is a hard PG thirteen. That's yeah, hard. It very well could have been R-rated. However, they they took Im- blood away. They imply they imply so much in this movie that it feels almost worse than it is. Kind of like the original Saw. It's like they imply so much, but Less they don't actually show that much violence in this movie. Like even when he's beating that guy to death, it's way off screen and like this sick looking <laughs> wide shot and things like that. I like the way the violence is. That sounds grotesque but you know what i mean i like the way the violence the action it's showed popping open yeah i like the way it showed action and how it showed violence in this movie um because it wasn't over the top however it still felt stomach churning because of that um and you're right 100 percent. paul dano is uh, as soon as i heard he was cast as the riddler i thought this is gonna be this is gonna be pretty solid different this is gonna be pretty solid i like I think Paul Dano is a pretty underrated actor. There will be blood prisoners. He's been in a lot of great things, and he's he's so good at just playing a little off, just a little off in almost everything he's in. However, in this, he's way off. He's off. And the thing, his performance is fantastic. He's over the top, but you know what? In a perfect way. He doesn't take it Jim Carrey levels of over the top. Riddler's over the top kind of guy, though. I mean, it's like yeah, exactly. Yeah, but you know, you compare it like to Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey. I mean, Jim Carrey had board. to be over the top for because it was that type of movie. Yeah, I don't know what yeah, this, he was doing. This but. is this is completely different, and you know, just like I said, it's grounded. It's awesome. It's yeah. It's more real. It's just I, you know. And I, I know. think it takes. I think <laughs> what Paul Dano does with the character is he stays true to the roots of the Riddler from the comics, but he also puts his own sick, disturbing twist on things. Um, and I really, really like that about the character. Every time he was on screen, I was loving it. Um, it just it was such a chilling, disturbing presence um, that I really, know, really liked about it. And these guys are talking about, you know, the almost the lack of violence, even though you know the, something violent is happening, the lack of seeing it. The aftermath is just as freaking creepy to me yeah. because you've got him, the guy that he killed, he's wrapped up, his head's wrapped up. Yeah. You know, no more lies. You know, there's it's blood. It's not there is an easy blood, thing to see. A little I mean, bit of blood. Tapes them all, yeah. It is, it's it's chilling. I mean, yeah. you watch that, even though you didn't get to see what happened, I mean, it is chilling. That that scene is, you know, you just, it gets you. It's yeah, cool I agree. And does it feel to you guys like this is Batman's first adversary? A real one, like he's been he's yeah. been beating thugs. Yeah, right. he's been going around stopping robberies and having mm-hmm. those skull thugs that he beat the absolute crap out of. Whatever yeah. they're called, the skull gang. They probably have a real name. Whatever. I don't know what the crap they're they harassing are. that one dude. Yeah, and he uh, goes whatever. and beats the absolute crap out of them. Yeah. Um, great scene. Great, no great scene. But I think in my mind, this is probably his first adversary. I mean, he's got Penguin coming up too, but mm-hmm. this is his first actual person at Gotham. That is actually after him because he's getting letters to the Batman with awesome riddles. Before he's, it's, that, yeah. you know, I mean, before it's just all, it's random acts of violence. That he's just finding. Yeah, he's he's seeing something, he hears something, he's he's looking after somebody, you know, whatever. 
uh, following this gang because he knows they're up to no good or whatever. But you know that's that's all he's doing is just this random stuff all the time. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, here comes the Riddler, and we got a serial killer in our hands. Exactly. You can tell <clears throat> that he is familiar with the underground world of Gotham. He knows Carmine Falcone. He knows the the mayor, the the district attorney. He knows all these people, and he knows kind of what's going on. The, the Riddler knows everything. And, everyone, a, almost and, you, and you can tell, like, for example, later in the film when they find Riddler's apartment, you can tell that he is a obsessed sicko. That No wonder this, guy's know, this guy knows everything that's going very on. Seven um, vibes. Yeah. yeah a, oh, yeah, yeah. They said it, that. Yeah. It's like straight, feels like it's straight out of seven. Um, but, yeah, I, I agree with you, Jordan. I think this is the first time he's had anybody do anything to this scale, like of this scope. See, it feels personal because, well, of course, it, it means he's literally right into the Batman. He wants right. him out. Because he wants to work with him, actually, you know, finding out because he's so dang crazy. But because I mean, think about it: you've got the Riddler dressing up in a crazy-looking suit, but so is Batman. He probably thinks he's crazy too. I mean, no one really knows what Batman's for in this movie. He actually has the only person on his side is Commissioner. Well, not Commissioner Gordon, sorry, just Gordon right now, Chief probably or something. But Gordon, he's the only person on his side. None of the cops really want to talk to him. They don't really know him. They just mm-hmm. think he's a, a loon. Because I mean, if we had someone dress up as a bat. Oh, yeah, I mean, it looks like, not exactly. Yeah. I mean, it looked I like, like looked like the cops hated him. It I was looked, just fixing. Wasn't the matter. Like just that. doesn't like him. They just, they act like they I like hate the him. The fact that not only do they not trust him, they didn't like him. They didn't want him there. Well, I mean, think think of their point of view. You've got a guy that who you don't know who he is. He could be a cop, but he probably isn't mm-hmm. coming into your scenes, having probably no um, training. Which of course he's had, he's had. Alfred's trained him his whole, most of his life. Yeah. We find out it's Alfred, not Razor Al Ghul. So that's, there's a difference in these worlds for now, unless they yeah, flash like back that. on that, which I'm not sure. But um, he's, you know, from their point of view, he's just an idiot, like just coming in to get beat up. Some and, random guy. And yeah. he's, but the the thing is, he is the he's the world's greatest detective, and it's shown in this film very well. Yeah. He's the one finding. He there's nobody really now. Zoe Kravitz as Catwoman helps him find. A, deeper layer of the club. Mm-hmm. That's not something that you would just know. I mean, you have to go to the club. But this Batman is able... He's the only one that understands these riddles. He, he decodes. Now, Alfred does help him decoding, which I think is a really cool scene, yeah, him decoding stuff. Because yeah. Alfred's so smart. But this Batman is able to do that. And other Batmans, we've never seen that. I'm not saying they couldn't do it. But Christopher Nolan decided he wanted to go more on the villains. And not showing as much Batman stuff. And technology. And technology. And then you got Michael Keaton. And of course, that's a, it's a lot different. You go it back is. farther, yeah. it's way different. Just the way you make films. But this one is just interesting to me because I like code. I like the coding. Um, I like the fact that Batman is literally understanding it in seconds. He's like, it's oh, so it- they lie. Yeah. What are body? What are people doing when they when they die? Lie? They still lie. Lie still. Lie yeah. still. And even and even some of it was funny. I mean, like the thumb drive. You know, it's got the thumb, yeah. I the like thumb attached the, to it. That was. I funny. like I some of the dark humor. Thumb drive. Yeah. <laughs> Put it on there. Yeah. Um, I like some of the dark humor like that. I like the Jeffrey Knight and him together. I like yeah. when it, Jeff, that's Jeffrey. Not, Jeffrey Wright. Right. Yeah. I've been saying the Dark Knight. <laughs> Jeffrey Wright. I like the, my favorite scene with them too is when he's like in his face, like you're gonna have to hit me. You know, yeah. like, I'm gonna let you stay in like, that whole thing. I that like a good that. Scene, yeah. It all works so well that I didn't think it would. I didn't mm-hmm. know exactly how this movie was gonna be. This movie's not what I thought it would be. Not in a bad way. It's just different. Yeah. Um, but I liked it because of that too. It's hard to explain. Yeah. They had a great relationship. We didn't touch on that. I think I think Catwoman and Batman had a had pretty good chemistry. I think Jeffrey Wright and Batman had really good chemistry. I liked their they all do. almost it's, I like their impressive. almost buddy cop relationship that they have going through trying to find these riddles or trying to figure out these riddles and trying to find the riddler together. I really like that. Um, him and the penguin. 
just perfect. Yeah. I mean, like, Colin, we'll get into Colin Farrell yeah, in a second. Yeah, we got to talk I want about to, him. But their thing is great. Every person in this film has a chemistry with Batman yeah. differently. And Batman is able, which I don't think he's, it's a, it's a skill he has. He's able to just have that relationship he needs. Mm-hmm. Because everyone's afraid of him. They don't know him. Well, and let's go back to, this has to do with casting. Whoever cast this movie, I didn't like the cast. Did, when I first saw it. I'll be honest, did a fantastic job with yeah. the overall overall movie. I mean, I don't see a bad performance any of the main characters. Exactly. I not not one. You know what? That's why we're not casting directors because exactly. when this when this was released, when this was put on paper, these actors are going to be playing these it roles. Was I was thinking, <laughs> what people hated it. I was I wasn't like hating it, but I was thinking, what in the world? What what direction are they going with this? But my lord, dude, everybody pays off. Everybody is spot on in this film. I would say Colin Farrell is one of the biggest surprises. I, I don't. I said Alpha was going to beat, but no, Colin Farrell—he's the biggest surprise. To you me. wouldn't know it was him. Like he doesn't look like himself. Not at all. He doesn't. I feel sound like it's like a prank. Himself. Like somebody is just still trying no. to convince us that it's Colin. When we Farrell. left. We left the theater. We're driving home. I looked at Jordan and said, I'm still not convinced that's Colin Farrell. Exactly. I, I don't believe that was him. This is easily the best penguin we've seen. And now, granted, it's not going against much. The Gotham penguin was pretty damn. I thought he was pretty good. Um, and then you got Danny DeVito's penguin, which I don't think is bad, but it's, he's, more it's right. he's more outlandish. Yeah. Yeah, he's more above more and beyond. Which is what they're I going like the for. fact that we get the monster <laughs> penguin. Honestly. Yeah, because he's not really a penguin yet. Now, they do call him penguin. All right. Yeah. And his name is Oswald Cobblepot. We all know that. But yeah, they do call him penguin, but he is not. Number, he's not numero uno Falcone no, is in this and so by the end of the film he does kind of he takes what's his he thinks he takes power so Penguin will be a problem in Batman's life for a while I think what's interesting about the Riddler kind of like the other thing about the Joker is that he inspired villains right the Riddler you see him inspire what he, he's inspired hundreds and they say there's 500 followers you see most of them at the end of the movie right. but he has now inspired the, the Penguin because um, he, he's seen that you can run Gotham. I mean, Batman might get in your way, but if you're smarter than the Riddler was, because the Riddler made one mistake, um, and that was think trusting Batman would be crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, he made two mistakes and not killing Bruce Wayne. Mm-hmm. Um, but he wouldn't have been able to anyways, probably. But anyways, this Riddler really has this momentum, um, unlike we've seen in other films. There's not really been... I mean, the Joker had momentum, and he had a mobster behind him, but no one really... The only reason they... Did him so they feared him. Right. People love the Riddler, and it's interesting to me that they do it this way because I like that they've made an adversary for Batman that takes it personal, that actually builds upon that and succeeds. Uh, so I think yeah, it's cool. I think it's I agree good. with you. And one thing I like about the Riddler, um, and we'll touch more on Colin Farrell in just one second. Uh, but one thing I liked about the Riddler is I thought this was brilliant the way they introduce this in the film that the Riddler exists because of Batman. He even says it's, I mean, he doesn't say it exactly like this, but he even says it's your fault. When I saw you doing what you do, I thought, Hey, I can do that. I can achieve these things. And the thing that makes a great villain great is they're not entirely wrong. I mean, granted his entire way about doing things is completely disturbing, twisted and evil. However, he just wants to expose Gotham for how corrupt and how screwed up it really is. I don't really think that's a bad thing. In the daylight, and Batman does it at night without showing people. That's right. kind of the that's kind of their parallels, right? They are mm-hmm. doing the they're they have the same goal, right? He wants to expunge Gotham for what he's Riddler for what he's doing, but he wants to show people. Mm-hmm. Batman wants to make Gotham better by not showing anybody and just making it better himself. So there's a parallel to their thing, and they dress up and weird stuff. But I think yeah. also the Riddler wants to burn it all down. 
He wants it. Yeah, he, he wants, wants it all gone. It. Right. He yeah. wants. He wants it all gone. Yeah, and, and Batman's you know trying to save it, right? Yep. You know what? City was such a piss hole. Might as well just flood the whole <laughs> daggum thing and start over. Um, which we'll get into that. Which I like the fact that, that happened. What do you guys think? I want to ask a couple questions. We can, let's just keep on going, Penguin. Before I ask his questions, we're gonna. <laughs> I get was off just gonna Penguin. say he was great. I had no idea it was Colin Farrell. Um, great. Yeah, That's I, all. I honestly thought his he when he was in the scene he was eating it up. I was, and, and not a bad way. I and I was gonna say, had way. I not heard beforehand that it was Colin Farrell, never would have guessed it was him. Never. He has not a, not a chance. Colin Farrell is a bit of a problem in some of the movies getting a Scottish action out. He was great in this. He didn't. Mm-hmm. I didn't even hear Scottish action once. Sometimes no. he's a problem with it. I mean, Colin Farrell's not the best actor. He now now I think he's great. Yeah. But in the past, he had this problem. With this he's had a couple of roles where you're like, man, this guy can actually. Like when act he was in when the... he was bullseye, his Scottish action came out a lot. <laughs> like he was had a problem with I that. Think he's, I think he's Irish. Actually. Whatever he is, <laughs> is he Irish? Or Scottish? Or whatever. I don't know. My bad, Ireland or Scotland. I'm sorry that wherever I thought he where he came from. But I thought it didn't come out once. He's from overseas. That's yeah, he's from saying. Ireland. Mm. Okay. Oh, I think it was. Ah, whatever. Liam Neeson. You're no, right. he's Irish too. Yeah, I don't think he's Scottish. Um, Ewan McGregor. Sean Scottish. Connery. That might have been who I was thinking of because I've been thinking of Obi-Wan Kenobi coming out. But it's interesting. It's that kind of stuff is interesting to me that they were able to do it. All these villains in their own way. Now, Ping was not too villainous in this. He does his thing. He doesn't want to be killed. No. Um, so the question I wanted to ask, and we can go from here wherever, but what do you guys think of how different this story is? And by I mean this, they changed things. This is not... They changed the history of Batman in this. Mm-hmm. So you don't see them getting killed, the parents, which is fine. No, which which you don't need. Don't care. Especially, you know, t- in today's world, we don't need that. This Batman has not been trained by Razor al meaning he was never a part of the League of Assassins, meaning yeah. that he never was taught the League of Assassins way. Not a problem, I don't think. I'm okay with that, because it makes it more stripped down and, like, focuses this, on him. This Batman is not a great fighter yet. He now he does now does he wipe people with the floor yeah but he gets hit quite a bit in mind yeah, of John Wick he gets hit yeah. quite a bit he gets, shot quite a bit he too gets, he's yeah. not we're yeah. gonna talk about the suit later man he's <laughs> not, that's the thing I love that he's not invincible he yeah. you can tell he knows how to fight but he's not freaking Bruce Lee he's he just will a become man. a better fighter I'm sure because I mean training and stuff I mean he might go to Razor Gold that's what I'm thinking there might be a there might be a Razor Gold coming up and then he might just go to him later. Because he's going to have to figure out how to t- fight a little better. Well, this is I kind of like, hope they don't. Is this like the, the other point. type of Alfred? Alfred would have been like, it's kinda like MI6 Alfred. or something. And and so he had training. Because Gotham yeah. Alfred taught right. Bruce Wayne. So I'm fine with either one. I don't really yeah, care Yeah, I was way. okay with that. This, my main question was, what do you think they do about what they do with Tom, Thomas Wayne and Martha Wayne in this? Yeah. They paint you know, them as very... They paint Martha and Tom, Ronald Thomas, as not the best people in this film... And that he did this, and Martha did this, and she was crazy, and that's you, how that's why they got you killed. Know, sorry, sorry, you I, go ahead. I'll, I'll say in a minute. I liked it. Okay. Just, because it made them more real. They're not perfect. No one's perfect. No, it made them more real. Because even, okay, maybe he did go to Falcone and do what he did, but... He didn't ask for anybody to kill But though. he didn't ask for him to kill. He just wanted to shut the guy up or whatever. So, you know, so he made a mistake. It showed that he was flawed. Great whereas, scene, though, with Alfred and him. Right, Great whereas, scene. Whereas, oh, crazy. oh yeah, every other you know Thomas Wayne we see, they're flawless. They're perfect mm-hmm. people. They're they're these people who give to charity. They do this. They're what and they Bruce do Wayne that. wants to and be, right? Right, and it's like they're you know angels or something. Well, this showed a different side where they were flawed and they were human. And again, I go back to it. They were grounded, and I had no problem with it. I sure. I actually enjoyed it. I think I think I think it made for a good story. I think had the movie not been so good. It might have taken away from it, sure. but I think everything works so well together that you can, even if you don't like that, you can overlook it. But I actually enjoyed it. I liked okay. it. 
I, I agree with you. It added more to the story um, because in every Batman iteration or every every Batman film, every Batman, when we think Batman, um, Bruce always has his parents on this pedestal that they can never be knocked off of. They were just perfect, beautiful, amazing people that their lives were just cut down too short, which they were, but they weren't perfect. Nobody's perfect. However, I like the fact that um, it, it shows you they were people just like Bruce is Bruce is a messed up guy. He's dealing with a lot of stuff. You know what? So were his parents. His mom was probably mentally ill and she had to go put, she had to be put in a hospital. I like the fact, and you know what? Thomas was ashamed of that. He wanted to cover it up. Yeah. They went about it the wrong way. However, that doesn't make them terrible people. They just did. They just made a couple of mistakes. Like you said. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know what? I like it. I like the fact that they're not perfect human beings, but I also like, the other thing that goes with that is that throughout most of this movie, Batman believed that his perfect that his parents were perfect, mm-hmm. yeah. but then he finds out the truth. Riddler, and I think that that was, I think it worked just really well for the story. <laughs> of course, Riddler doesn't know he's doing it. Riddler doesn't right. know that he's telling Bruce Wayne his parents <coughs> suck. He's telling Batman he thinks. Yeah, he doesn't realize he's telling Bruce Wayne that your parents aren't as good as you think they are, and that's so interesting because. <laughs> that he's just double-edged sorting him, basically. He's like, oh, by the way, Batman, also your parents suck. But what I wanted to say about Martha is that they take her differently. Thomas Wayne doesn't do much. He just kind of yeah. does... He asks Falcone to stop him, but then Falcone's like, I'm going to kill him. You know, and then yeah. that does whatever. But Martha's, you know, just he's trying to cover up the fact that Martha's really dad killed his mom, yeah. and then Martha has depression, or she has something. And I mean, living in Gotham, wouldn't it? You know, and like... The difference in this, I like it a little bit. I actually wasn't sure. I've seen some heat about it on because you know when you change anything about the Batman, people right. go crazy. But I think it does give it more of a human aspect to the fact that nobody's perfect. Yeah. Thomas Wayne is still a politician. I mean, I, I know I'm not. I don't yeah. want to get into politics, but politicians have to make bad choices sometimes, or they think is a good choice turned into a bad one, and it gets them either, you know, they got they get them getting them killed. Um, and I think it's interesting where they did it. Um, and I liked it. I just wanted to ask what you guys thought because I've seen. I never problem with it at all. I thought it was. I, I was like, oh, cool. You know, I mean, that's yeah. fine. I it like w- that you, you, you humanize. Like I said, it added, yeah. it added more layers to the story. And like I said, this story has a lot of layers. One thing that um, I personally didn't have a problem with, I can see people not really liking it. Did you guys like, dislike the reveal of Carmine Falcone being Selena Kyle's dad? Eh. Any of that didn't care. Was it kind of like take it or leave it kind of yeah. thing? Didn't care. I I I halfway liked it because oh. I didn't expect it. It was unexpected to me, and I thought, oh, you know, it does add. It adds more. Um, I don't know how factual it is in the comics. I don't know what that. I don't know. I don't know. How no, I don't think it's factual to any. Not any comics that I've read, at least. However, like I said, I guess that's why I didn't see it coming. Um, and you know, I thought. By the way, we didn't talk about John Turturro. I thought he was pretty good. He was a. He was weird. He, he was, was fantastic. He I was sure weird. Yeah. He was sleazy. I didn't like it, but I liked his performance. Um, that being said, I uh, I thought that added a little bit more to Selena Kyle because in this, basically, her only motivation at first is I want to find my friend. You know what happened to her? Yada yada yada. Um, but I like that that added a little bit more to her. However, they just killed Carmine Falcone. Anyway, so really doesn't matter, but at the same time, it added a well, little bit more. Well, they kill him so like Penguin can become Penguin. But Yeah. But yeah, and I think it does help. That's what I was, that's the subplot I was talking about earlier was the Falcone right. Catwoman thing because and it does help. It does aid the story a little bit because you mm-hmm. get Batman finding what he needs to find through Catwoman in the club even though she's trying to do her thing. It does aid the story. Yeah. But I... Take that or leave that. I'm yeah, fine. It's in it. If it was out a little bit, some of that stuff, it's fine. It does build the character. And when they do that, reveal that Falcone is her dad, 
it does give it more. Something like, what the crap does she care? Like, I understand it's her friend and she died, but like, it's Gotham. People die every day. But it's personal because Falcone is her dad and mm-hmm. had her killed. Makes more sense. Yeah. It, it ties a little more of a bow on that subplot. But, it doesn't last yeah, but Jedi just, us. Just you know? for me, I. I take it or leave it. It, it didn't. It I didn't hinder saying. the movie for me in any so. way. Yeah. It didn't. It didn't add anything to it really for me in any way. About I was just really more <laughs> into think, the movie. So yeah. 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 I think the only thing personally that it, that that particular storyline added to the movie was just that one little scene. Was that with, fight scene at the end? Whatever. I was gonna not. say that one little scene with Selena and Batman, and she is one hundred and ten percent trying to kill him. Oh yeah. And Bruce is like. Don't do it. He's like, you, you think it's going to help, but it's not going to. It's going to make it's going to make you feel worse after this. I thought that was a great moment because it's in that moment, I think, when you first start to realize that, you know what? He doesn't have to be the walking embodiment of fear and vengeance and death. He can be... Uh, now, granted, I don't think he actually kills anybody, but... They might be one of those Riddler be, guys might have died. I don't know. They were hanging there. I don't know if they're dead. Yeah, but, but it's like he can also be more than just vengeance he can be hope he can be a light he can help people um and i thought that was kind of like the you get a little nugget of that in that scene when he's trying to stop selena um but yeah great part um like i said that particular storyline though is all right i want to tie a couple things together because we can talk more at the end you know what i'm saying like i don't want to get i don't want to get hung up on these things they're easy to get hung up on because really cool but let's tie a couple things together we can talk about them obviously batmobile the suit sick um, and the way they deal with the suit. So I want to talk about those things as one instead of yeah. talking about it as other because if you do that, it would be great forever. Batmobile is cool. I think year two Batmobile is good. It's obviously not going to be the tank. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have Lucius Fox yet, which I'm sure he'll get somebody like that eventually to help him with tech. Also, let's put the tech in. Really. He doesn't have a lot of tech Man. yet. He's got the... He's got a, got some cool yeah, tech, but he doesn't, bones. he doesn't have batarangs yet. We'll get into that in a second. Technically, he doesn't, <laughs> um, but, but he does at the same time. He doesn't have a lot of tech yet, which is fine. I love the tech he had because more detective tech. Mm-hmm. He'll eventually get the more tactile tech, I'm sure, because he, that's what he right now he's just thinking about detective mode. Um, the suit, one of my favorites. I'm yeah. not going to lie. It's bulletproof, turns out, which made for some of the best cinematography in the movie. <clears throat> Um, oh, that scene in the scene's hallway great. when he's walking the, the when bullets. You only see the lights yeah. of the bullets. That and was fantastically was shot. That and was the big. That was re- wild. The big reveal is that his bad ring in his chest. I mean, come on, <laughs> how freaking cool is that? That was pretty cool. You know, and so overall, I loved it. I look. I don't mind that he doesn't have the calendar as chin. People hated that for some reason. People in particular. See, <laughs> overall, I think it's all good for my personal opinion on those three things. See, I like the stripped down. I love the car. Me I too. absolutely love the I'm car. I'm sure we'll get a better one. Though, I'm not right? kidding. No, I, mean, I like that one. I I'm freaking, saying I'm sure we'll get one, though. I freaking love the car. Um, his suit. Love the suit. Yeah. I'm I'm enjoying I'm all this stuff. one of my favorite suits. I'm not going to lie, I mean, man. Looks I'm like enjoying he, all this stuff. I mean, it's, 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 it's bare bones, and I love it. Yeah, it's like he could make I'm, it himself. Right, and I'm thinking... Probably does. For me, anyway, it, for future reference, future movies... I'm hoping that yeah, maybe goes a little more high tech. I would like to see it stay bare bones. I mean, I'm yeah. sure it'll get bad. I mean, I really I would, would. I would love I would, to see it bare bones. Yeah. I mean, I think I don't need the bad right. signal thing. It goes to the whole the whole grounded thing where it just it works so well. And I, I, we I, got a grappling. Gun. I wish I had his he? car, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's got the grappling gun. gun. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I yeah. wish I had his car, dude. I and he's got that. Love his car. And he's got that buzzer, zapper, taser in his gloves, um, which is cool. Because he uses yeah. the grappling hook to get out the, and, and doesn't he have bombs? get out of the uh, bombs too. Yeah. Get out of the police station. Yeah, he's got a couple of cool things. Um, I like you said. I love the car. Um, the scene when it first starts up uh, mm, great is scene. chilling. Also, and great, then great like and then the car chase. Yeah. The car chase is on the edge of your seat. Incredible action with the penguin. 
Um, and then when the penguin flips over and you get that upside down shot of him walking with a fire behind him. Oh, chef's kiss. I also really like beautiful. beautiful when you can shoot a car rolling on the inside and it looks uh-huh. good and just make more vomit. Yeah, and they did down. that well. Yes, so. yes, for sure. Um, I like the suit quite a bit too. I like the battering in his chest. Did you guys like the flying squirrel suit? No. So I'm going to be honest with that. I <laughs> That's think so legit though. This is year two Batman. How, I kind of liked it though. How realistic I, would it be if like, like you, you see it in every other Batman movie. He just leaps off and just glides with his cape. It's like, could he actually do that? Probably not. Well, I think he'll get to the cape thing because the cape is, now this is comic. It is, mm-hmm. it is built like a wingsuit. The cape is, the cape is his wingsuit. Mm-hmm. I did like the fact that he stumbled and, and screwed up and almost right. died. I like that he was uh, terrified of heights. He gets up there and he's like, oh, but I crap. did, I did like how he hit a button. It comes up over him and he uses it. I didn't think it looked very Batman-y, but that's okay. It's year no. two Batman. He'll it was figure only it out. On, it, he only had it for 30 seconds. He'll figure I mean, it out. It was... I didn't love that, but I didn't hate it. I mean, I'll, it's not like, oh, F. It didn't take you away know? from the movie. Yeah. Um, but I like the fact that he had minimal stuff. Yep. Mm-hmm. He'll get better stuff. I mean, he's gonna he's gonna have somebody. I like just Lucius hope they Fox don't go over around. the top with it. I just yeah. don't want it. I like the wall. fact that they have a stripped will. down, simple Batman. Matt Reeves has a vision. I've read a lot of things about what he said about this. He's like, mm-hmm. I'm not changing. Even he's like, even this movie does well, I'm not changing my vision. Good. Yeah. Because that, ha- that happens a lot. Studios get because in it, you know. And his um, vision that he has for this movie, dude. This may be the most comic book accurate Batman that we've seen. I know people don't want to think about that, think like that, but I mean, it may be the most comic book accurate Batman that we've seen because, I mean, the things it focuses on, the things it illustrates, um, it's just so perfect. And I, like you said, Jordan, I hope I hope he does keep this vision. I hope he does because it's excellent. So, get back a little on the story. We kind of have picked things out. Um, Paul Dano's Riddler is killing people. You know. Mm-hmm. That's the main part of the storyline. There's a lot of subplots, but the main storyline is the fact that he's doing this. He's there's a trap, a saw type traps. He's killing people that turns out he th- believes made his life bad. Right. Yeah. Um. Or has stemmed from it, or his, or if they have made his life bad, they're making Gotham bad. Mm-hmm. It's very um, anti. You know, they pretty much takes out all the wealthy. It's like anti government kind yeah. of. Yeah. Yeah. Which, which is. is Grown up in an orphanage, so yeah. it's, a, it's a systemic thing. Yeah, yeah, he listens to Rage Against the Machine and like <laughs> Who you doesn't? Know, you know, um, does a bunch of gritty, edgy stuff like that. But he has a plan, which you don't know the plan. To be fair, you don't really know much. What he's, he's his plan is to antagonize Bruce. Not, mm-hmm. well, not Bruce. He doesn't know it's Batman. I'm sorry, but he. What's different in this movie? He succeeds. Okay, yep. so I didn't expect the bombs to go off. I was like, "Oh, Batman will stop it." No, Batman doesn't stop. Crap, Batman doesn't know <laughs> no, what's going on. He can't. He's, he didn't know. He's, he's one step time. ahead. Yeah. And what's interesting is the Riddler gives himself up. I'm like, "Oh, that means yeah. whatever's going to happen is going to happen." And I like that you see the Riddler army type thing. I like that they're doing his bidding while he's behind bars. Let me ask this. I saw this, and I want to ask you guys to think this is a plot hole. And it's like my one of my last questions I want to ask. So the Riddler does this stuff himself, right? He usually goes and kills his people mm-hmm. by himself. Why doesn't he do it with Bruce Wayne? I saw this, and it does make me think. He sends a bomb to Bruce Wayne's area, but that's not securing it. Um, is it you time mean, issue? You mean he didn't go personally? He kill personally Bruce kills Wayne every other person that he wants to, other than Bruce Wayne. Is yes. it a time issue? Is it a plot convenience? Because he's Batman, he can't? Yeah, I don't know. Because he does realize that, he is, <clears throat> that Bruce Wayne is the next target, so that's when he's running for Alfred. Yeah. But what... Is it that Bruce Wayne's never home because he's Batman? Is I that think that, it was kind of like is that a time he, convenience. I thought it was like he didn't have the time to get to him. He never could get to him, and he was captured beforehand. Uh, but the heavy part was planned. Because maybe he he's not be captured, right? Maybe he's not planting bombs. Who knows? I don't, I, that's what I'm wondering. I saw that and it made me think. I mean, yeah, I get the fact, but why didn't he? It's it is convenient. I think right, Bruce that Wayne he's was not probably stalking Bruce Wayne because I think out of all the people that he killed, Bruce Wayne is probably the least guilty. 
So I feel like it's also the highest profile though, too. To be yes, fair. also, and I feel like he is the Most one. Secure. Too, he maybe? is the one that he maybe. felt like, you know, if I didn't get to Bruce, it'll be all right. And most secure, probably. Probably the hardest one to get into. Um, I mean, maybe, he does get yeah. mail in, but how could he could he get himself in? So there's a lot of things. I, th- I thought that was interesting to talk about. I just think it's... Did you guys think for a second that they would actually kill Alfred? For I, a split second, I thought, I don't know this tone. I don't know this movie. I thought it wouldn't surprise me if they know, actually the, killed Alfred. The way the movie was going, it wouldn't have surprised me. Yeah, I thought... I was hoping not. No, I'm glad they didn't. I'm just saying they could have done that, and I would have been like, wow. You know, it wouldn't have shocked me that it's much. It's very... What's the, to the film's um, genius, it almost would have worked if he died. And the problem with that is that I wanted to see more any circus right. Alfred but it wouldn't mm-hmm. it have really packed on the fact that ba- the Gotham sucks if the Gotham freaking kills his best friend yeah and he has to deal with it now I'm glad they didn't because obviously he needs Alfred he's got nobody he's got Catwoman kinda mm-hmm. um, but yeah I, I didn't know about that but so Riddler does do his bidding he does his thing um, floods Gotham right mm-hmm. Riddler yeah. army is there Batman did you, did you guys like the Riddler army I did I did like the fact that he was able to... At um, first... It's imagine Arkham games. Just did. I yeah. Mean, like, and see, at first I thought, oh, that's kind of ridiculous. He's got all these lackeys. And then I thought, you know what? That would 110% but happen in real life. But he doesn't exactly have a lot. This has got 500 followers online, which right. I thought was... That's not, that's not a lot. And then maybe 100 showed. But I mean, even... You no, know, not even that but, many. But think about I thought the, it was like a dozen. Think about this. You know, for every follower that you have, there's only one or two that's going to come out and you know, support you in public or whatever. Right. So, you know, it makes sense that they had that that number that came out. Yeah. I wouldn't expect the whole five hundred to show no. up like in that was like kinda a freaking army, but I thought it was a dozen, maybe twenty or so yeah. that showed up and I it thought, was yeah, fifty most. It, it didn't show a really good scale of how many are there. Yeah, and I thought, you know what, that would hundred percent happen. There are so many people who get sucked into the insanity of somebody and they worship them, follow them, and will do pretty much anything for them, almost like a cult. So um, kind of what he was they building. Want to belong. And that's basically exactly what he was building was this weird little serial killer riddler cult. Um and yeah, I uh I like the I like the capture of the Riddler, I liked, um, I love that interrogation scene between Paul Dano and Batman. Um, it was fantastic. And I love that little moment. And I love the fact that this movie doesn't have to spell out things for you. Just pay attention, you'll notice it. Just little moments when Bruce notices that, oh, he doesn't actually know that I'm Bruce Wayne. He's like, he doesn't yeah, actually because, know. Because he keeps going, Bruce Wayne, we could have got him. And then he's like, oh, he doesn't know, all right. Which is a good nugget because it's like, that kind of would have screwed up Batman if he didn't realize <laughs> if he was Bruce Wayne and you think he knows but you know crazy people don't like to tell people things sometimes he wants yeah. it to be their own secret yeah, but he's screaming at this point and so I was like so does he know and then he goes we almost had him and I was like oh good <laughs> so that made me wonder about the whole Bruce Wayne thing too I think you could be right that systemically it doesn't make sense for him to actually be there maybe mm-hmm. he didn't have time to be there to kill him but it's an interesting point that someone brought up that I just thought I would bring up I don't remember who it was I can't give him it wasn't my thought and maybe it was convenience know. but who knows it doesn't. It doesn't really feel like it. It didn't feel like it in the movie. I thought. It, I honestly thought that it made more sense that he threw. So for the movie, the Alfred being hurt, I thought it worked mm-hmm. better. Um, but yeah, so you got Paul Dano and all that stuff. He has to go out and do his thing. What's interesting about this Batman is this Batman, unlike others, in some way, doesn't like to be seen. The other ones, they don't like to be seen, but they're okay with it mm-hmm. a little bit. This one does not want to be. Seen. This one wants to be in the shadows. He he doesn't want anything. I'm not. And most Batmans don't, but. Other ones, Christian Bale's Batman is in Dark Knight Rises. He's out in the, he's out in the light all the time. He has to be because Bane's there right. and vice versa, whatever. But he literally makes these sacrificing play. Now, I don't know if he thinks he's going to die because I'm sure that he has to go out there 
do just battering, cut off the stuff to save the people and to lead them out of the flood. I don't know if he thinks he's going to die of electrical shock. I'm guessing that the the suit can take electricity because it can probably take bullets. Can. I thought, man, he might die from this. But it was definitely a play of sacrifice. And what's interesting about it is at the end, he's finally in the sunlight for the first time ever in this movie. And he's being seen give people to helicopters people, and on yeah. the news that the Batman's here to help. Right. And this monologue, well, we can go back a little bit. This is the end of the movie, but this monologue in the movie completely changes. Like I realize I am not vengeance. Mm-hmm. I need to be justice and I can mm-hmm. help people no matter what. I need to be better. Yeah. He it's says, I fantastic. Need, I, I need to be a little bit of, I need to be hope for Gotham. Because it's let's, fantastic. Let's face it. Gotham needs hope because it's a yeah. crap hole. And, <laughs> but it's also double-edged sword because at the end of the movie you think it's hope, but then they they cut to Penguin. He's now rising in the power. They cut to Catwoman. She's leaving to where Bloodhaven. Let's get happy about Bloodhaven, yeah. of course. <laughs> Nightwing baby. Um, but all these people are now becoming what they're going to be. He's got problems. He doesn't realize it, but he's got adversary. He's becoming the rogue gallery is is starting. Catwoman is part of that rogue gallery as much as he doesn't want it to be. She is still a villain to him and will always be. They have a they actually got married in the comics recently. I'm just letting you know. Yeah. Um, but They've always been the adversary to each other, so I think it's interesting to see him in the daylight helping. Yeah. And then the world at year two kind of accepting him. So. Kind of learning to accept him more. And I like the fact that, you know, they, they re- Batman and Catwoman real Batman and Catwoman. Yeah, okay, I said that the, right. The bat and the cat sounds bat good, doesn't it? <laughs> I like the fact that they kind of realized they had to go their own separate ways. And also, I like the fact, like I said, they had, had good chemistry. Um, <laughs> they had good chemistry, and I like the kind of like sexual tension that they had and stuff that was going on. Um, they kissed quite a bit. A couple times. Yeah, it, it was more than that. And I like the fact that it was more like... It wasn't like a lick um, either. No, it, Michelle Pfeiffer lick. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't a lick. <laughs> Thanks yeah. a lot, Michelle Pfeiffer. Um, <laughs> I still do that to my wife. Anyway, it wasn't like... I'm just joking. <laughs> it wasn't like... I'm not going to cut. Nope. It wasn't like a um, weird... It, it was like Catwoman was kind of instigating it. She was kind of initiating it because she was just so infatuated with him. She was kind of just um, in awe of him because she she was more curious, I guess, of him. She that's has why, daddy issues, too, to be fair. So. Yeah, and that's, that's, <laughs> why I feel like, that's why I feel like she was drawn to the mystery of Batman. Um, and I like the fact... I don't know if you guys ever saw the animated uh, Killing Joke movie, but there's a scene it's in it... It's bad, though. Um, I've seen it. I was gonna say it's not bad, but there's a scene in it where like Bat- Batman and Batgirl have sex on a rooftop, but it's so weird. It just feels so out of place. She's like 20 and he's 45 in this movie. Yeah, it's freaking weird. <laughs> I don't know. It just that that scene, for example, felt so weird and out of place in that movie, and I was afraid there was gonna be something similar to it in this movie. But it's just like a like a kiss because like I just like you and I feel secure with you and I feel safe with you. But um, yeah, I thought that was a good um, good good thing. Do you guys want to talk about the little cameo that was at the end of the movie? So we can talk about it, and I have more to add to it because I think people get the wrong idea of it, which is not, which was the idea I got of it until I read what Matt Reeves said from the drone director. Yeah, I read what he said too. So at the end of this, you get a guy who is the guy from one of the Eternals. Um, Barry Keoghan. Which I figured was him because he was casted and was not in the movie. Um, you get a back and forth between Riddler and this person you can't see. It's like a shadow. And he starts talking about this and that, and you get a laugh. So you, it's it is expected. This is your Joker. He says something about like I was a clown or something yeah. like that. And then he does his Joker laugh and all this crap. So um, which I'm fine with. I'm fine with having a Joker again. I mean, I don't, how many Jokers can you have? It's hard to have a bat without a Joker. 
I mean, that's just the truth. Mm-hmm. He's his main. He's his main. Yep. Um, I've heard a main lot. Main bad of, guy. I've heard a lot of things about Joaquin Phoenix being in it, but the, the timelines don't make match any sense. No. Um, unless they do. Well, granted, this is different. So what Matt Reeves said is that he actually filmed a whole nother scene to introduce the Joker. Um, and they cut it because it didn't fit. It's supposed to be like um, halfway through, I think. But yeah, they were going to have the Joker in it, not really as anybody, but to show you that the Joker is around. He's not really the Joker yet, mm-hmm. because you have to have the Batman have the Joker to the Joker right. Batman. Yet the Batman makes the Joker. Um, and so that was their goal, and they said, well, it really fits, so we're going to throw in the fact that the Joker is in Gotham. He's not Joker yet, and he might never become he's the in, Joker. He's in Arkham, but he's... Yeah, he might never even become the Joker. We don't know, but we wanted to show you guys that the Joker is there. Um, they don't have a plan for Joker. They don't, uh, the plan for the next movie is they want Mr. Freeze to come into one of these that movies. That would be awesome. Done well. And Robert Pattinson says that he <clears throat> talked to Matt Reeves and they think Court of Owls is the next movie, um, which okay. is yeah. fantastic. I can get behind that. Court yeah. of Owls and yes. Talon would be great. I'm not saying that's what's going to happen, but that is their plan. They've already started writing it. Things can change. We might get a basic second movie. I want to see a Hush or something like that. Kind of like a... Um, well, Hush would work into the Court of Owls. Hush right. is actually the yes. leader of the Court of Owls. Yes, right. I would love to see a live action and Hush. But there is a nugget in this where... Um, and that's my, people, you have to know stuff, and I, we all know this stuff. But and one of the newspapers it says Hush. Mm-hmm. Now he's saying that to Hush people, but Hush is one of his main villains. Yeah. So Hush should be in one of these movies. So that is one thing I want to say. If you don't understand, the Joker probably won't even show up in the second movie. Maybe even the third. He's not Joker yet. Yeah. And the Joker usually doesn't come in until Batman. Now Dark Knight is different, but Batman's usually a little older. And so if they want to bring him in, they might. You know, I don't know. But they're trying to build a rogue guy we haven't seen. Corv Al's not been done. Hush not been done. Mr. Freeze has been done badly. Mm-hmm. Um, Just like Riddler's been done badly. Yeah, so they're bringing people back, and I like that. I yeah, like what I do they're too. doing. Um, I don't think... I would have almost for them not put it in if they're not plans with them. So I don't really know how truthful Barry's being if he's like covering his own yeah, butt. I don't be- know. Because the thing that I read was him, like, him basically saying, this. now this... He's saying this is not what it is, but this is what it 100% feels like. He said it's not just a tease for the sequel, which that's how it feels, if we're being honest. It yeah, feels of course like, it does. It feels like, a, oh, look what we're going to have next. It feels next. like an We're going to have Joker. Yeah, it does. He said this is not a tease for the sequel. I just wanted to illustrate that, yes, there are, that basically the world, the underworld of Gotham is just getting started. There are all kinds of people still out there, still lurking. Um, and I get that, but in the moment of the film, it just felt a little... It gives you out of place. It, it felt a little tacked hope. on. You, uh, yeah, I was gonna say, you know what? I really <laughs> one thing I love about Batman is Arkham Asylum. Yeah. I always have, just because. Hope we can see more of that. Just because all of his bad guys go there, there's a chance that there's breaking out. There's a chance there. They break out a lot. Arkham Asylum is yeah, not exactly the best. There's place. a chance they're conspiring. There's a chance. There's all kinds of stuff going on behind the walls, and you don't know what's gonna happen. And I, I. I love Arkham Asylum for that reason alone. I like how they put the Riddler next to the Joker. I'm like, yeah, bad cool. placement, guys. They don't know he's yeah. a Joker yet. But but yeah, Gotham shapes Joker, but then the Batman shapes him more. So the fact that it's year two, it would make no sense that the Joker is there yet. You could make the same case with Riddler, but Riddler doesn't have as close connection to Batman. Joker just does things no. for the Batman. He actually is like has a weird love for him. Right. He doesn't ever actually want to win or lose. He just wants to have a battle with Batman. Yeah, You see that in Dark Knight, too. But... Um, but yeah, so that's kind of what they're looking for. Now, I can't confirm that. It's just, this movie's been out for like a week, and that's what Matt Reeves said, because he's getting a little bit of backlash for it, so I don't know if he's covering his butt or whatever. They might, I don't know if he had a plan for Joker, but he says there's not really much of a plan. They just want to show, like you said, that Gotham is starting with their rogue gallery. Yeah. 
I mean, hopefully we're going to see the real gallery different, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, is there anything and we I feel to like add? they. I feel like, if we're being honest, Matt Reeves, maybe, but I feel like the studio of Warner Brothers, the Joker, the Joaquin Phoenix Joker movie made over a billion dollars. They want to include Joker. Joker makes money. I get that. So I understand I why. From, from, from a studio financial perspective, I understand the idea of bringing him in. However, like I said, it just felt kind of tacked on. But... I like the idea of more things happening in the future for those villains. Joker is my favorite villain. Yeah. I mean, overall, I just he just is. Me too. For a reason, I mean. <clears throat> well, and also, I like the Riddler, <coughs> that they don't kill but, Riddler in this, too. But. Yeah, me too. That being said, if they continue with the story, with what they've done already, I don't care who the villain is. It's not going to matter to me. Well, I mean. I'm no seriously. I mean, there's some pretty dumb villains. Man Bat. No, I mean the main as far as main hmm, main no. villains. You know, I don't care who That's the villain is because they've done such a good job starting this that it just seems like it's going to go. I want going to go crazy. I want an ambitious dark Clayface. I think Clayface would be kind of cool. <laughs> Clayface it? would be kind of cool. That's be hard yeah. to do in this world, but because I want to see, I want to see a really weird. I want to see like Egghead, an Egghead, like a really weird, <laughs> like an off the wall. Yeah, like an off the wall kind <laughs> of villain. Ha- they might see like, hey, there's Calendar Man. There is a guy named Calendar Man. Exactly. So. Um, anyway, is there anything sorry. else you want to add to the end of the? We didn't talk a crazy man by the end of the movie because. I mean, I said what happened, but there's not that's what happened. So I don't. Know. I mean, it's like they do their thing. You know, it's, it wraps up kind of what you expect. I mean, no one really dies. Wraps up nicely. Yes. I like that they kept the Riddler. He can come back. I would imagine. I love the fact <clears> they didn't. Kill I would him. imagine if the Court of Owls and Hush, the next one Hush would probably go get out some villains for him. I don't know. Now, right. I love that interrogation scene at the end between the Riddler and Batman. However, I would have been cool if they never even caught Bat- Riddler. I mean, if they, if he still would be out there, that murdering, was his plan, though, murdering people and being a lunatic, I would still I would still be okay with that. But I understand. But. Um, the plan that they had. That was a trump card, is mm-hmm. that you, you catch Riddler, it's over. But that was a trump card, is no, you catch me, my plan goes into action. And mm-hmm. they didn't know it. Like, they could go both ways. So I see what you're saying. Yeah. Um, I like it. But, yeah, and they, I think they have a good future here. They they're gonna, they make plenty of money off it so far. They're going to make great. their money. Um, I can't wait for it to come out again. Come out on. Yeah. <laughs> on Comes on HBO Max. 4K, soon. Blu-ray. Yeah, it's on HBO, HBO Max, Max pretty soon. Can't wait. Um, so yeah, it's it's in theaters right now. HBO Max in like a month and a half. If you just want, if you want to wait, yeah, but I think it's forty five days after. Um, yeah. Is there anything else we want to talk about? I mean, I think we covered everything as good as we can for a three hour movie. I want to say just that my favorite shot scene. I'm gonna say my favorite scene in the movie. Favorite shot was the one with uh, in the corridor where they're fighting and it's completely dark and the guns are yeah. going off. It's lighting yeah. up. My favorite shot scene in the whole movie. It was incredible. I, yeah. His bat suit is probably the most invulnerable one. I mean, so far, I mean, I, I mean, he does get. He, there is a couple of vulnerable places. I think he gets shot once, and there is blood, or he gets stabbed. I can't remember which one. So he's not completely invulnerable, but like he can at least move his head. Yeah, it's got so. some weak spots, but, but it's pretty. Um, yeah, I mean, pretty uh, him with his chin to die. I mean, his chin's all the way out, so it's like, which is fine with me. But, um, but yeah, there's some great moments like that, David, and that. I just there's little bitty moments. I remember when, when I found out Matt Reeves was doing this movie. I thought, yeah. I'm on board. Yeah, he did the part. He probably had the best plan of the Ace movie out of yeah. the new one. I mean, I yeah. like the original better, but I mean, right. the new one, he's got the best one, right? Under oh, yeah. Belt, I right? mean, I think Dawn and War, the best out of the, those two are better than the first. Anyway, not important. I'm just saying he's made some great things, and I like what he's doing with Batman. Um, all right. So, if nothing else we're going to talk about, and this is when we grade it, and then we be done. So, we grade from A to Z is how we usually do it, and Matt usually goes first. So, so report card. Um,. Not a lot wrong with this movie. Like I said, I liked. I just, I just loved it. It's not 
completely flawless. Some people are complaining it's too long, it's too dark, it's too it's anticlimactic, it's this, it's that. Yeah, well, bite me. It's an A. <laughs> I loved it. It's a solid A for me. Um, it's not. It's tough for me to give an A plus, but it's an A for me. I really, really enjoyed this movie. You gave ten an A plus, didn't you? Did we? No, no, I didn't. Then, I don't ever give one either. I don't think you've ever given an A plus. Um, I mentioned a couple of little, little bitty flaws that I thought you're a snob in these. So we'll see. The little bitty flaws that I had, but it wasn't enough to take anything away from the movie. It was well written. It was, oh my gosh, it was beautiful, well shot, fantastic acting. I don't know what else to say about it. It's, yeah, I tend to grade hard. I, you know, that's just how I am. I can't help it. Hard stop. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this is an A all the way. Oh my gosh. No is doubt. That, is that the first A you ever this, given? This is an A. You didn't give no, 10 I gave an 10 an A. No, yeah, I did. Did you? Yep. I don't know. I did. I'm gonna go back. I don't believe you. But this is this is an A, solid A for me, no doubt. So yeah. your second A because ever given. the thing is, when we review, we usually review big blockbuster movies mm-hmm. like this, obviously, and yeah. a lot of times those aren't very good. So it's like or Netflix movies. Well, by yeah. the way, those aren't very good usually. Yeah, no. but by the end of the year, when we find all these like like Oscar bait, like really good dramatic movies, it's like we don't really have the time to review all of them, so we don't really like give out grades for that and stuff. So it's like it's interesting to hear what we give good grades on actually whenever we review them yeah so the batman for me um i had a really good time with it i like it a lot um i want to see it again i wish i could have saw it twice before doing oh this. me too yeah, me i just wanted because, to so bad um, but too. i could definitely give it an a i could go up and it probably won't come down um it's got an 8.4 imdb i give it a nine which is an a 10 is an a plus for me um yeah that's that. what i look at it yeah. so it got 8.4 so it's at, it's running around the b plus range it that's lower a minus could be um it's not gonna make Dark Knight. That kind of stuff. Dark Knight's got nine point one, by the way. It's gone up. Yeah. Um. So I think it's an A. As there are people out there that don't, but I think this is gonna age well. Um. It might age better than Dark Knight does. I'm not saying it's better than Dark Knight because that's hard to do. You yeah. know, Dark Knight's great. Um. But I mean, look at the Batman's in both movies. This is a better Batman. Um. I and agree. this movie's about the Batman, so it makes it a really good movie because the Dark Knight's about the Joker. Do we? You want to get controversial on you? Did you like it better? I did. I like this. I, was gonna ask, I like this one better. I was going to ask you your favorite Batman was before we got off. I got nothing favorite movie because because uh, a Dark Knight movie might be better. I don't know, but I think um, you can give top three. You don't have to go all the way down the <laughs> all six or seven. If you no, want. I was just going to say the Dark Knight. The Dark Knight's incredible for me. Um, I'm, talking I think, about, I'm talking about Batman. It's not movies. Uh, I just meant like as far. Well, I've been seeing stuff I'm online about, about how I'm talking about the movie because because this movie's out now. Yes, this movie is fantastic. We just all gave it A's. Uh, because this movie's so fantastic, people feel like they have to crap on Nolan's no films doubt, man. and other films. It's like, dude, don't need to do that. They're still incredible films. They're 110. percent And I don't like the fact that people are like, oh, well, this one's better. That one sucks. Yada yada. It's like we can enjoy them both, and we can just appreciate them both for what they are. Um, but uh, your f- favorite Batman, like your personal favorite Batman, you can take top three if you want. I mean, there's whatever. Are we including like Batman and Bruce Wayne, or just? Batman. Batman, just over whatever you want. Batman. To do. Who you want is who would you? What, they make they're making a movie. They're making three movies coming up or whatever. One's got Michael Keaton and Ben Affleck. We're having another Ron Pattinson for sure. So which one would you rather see? Because I think Christian Bale is a great blend of Batman and Bruce Wayne. Um, however, uh, like pure Batman, I love Pattinson's Batman. I loved the version. I loved the vibe. Of Pattinson's Batman, um, and I'm, I'm a big fan of Ben Affleck's more so than most people. Me but, too. Um, Me too. Uh, and I think he does a fairly good Batman and Bruce Wayne. However, we don't really get to focus on him enough. I feel like, um, but 
Yeah. So. Okay. okay. Give <coughs> me an answer. answer. I don't have a definitive answer. Like I said, I really like Pattinson. So, yeah. I'm not going to put him in order. Adam West. I'll give you three of my favorites. I'm very biased towards yeah. Michael Keaton. Yeah, I was going to say, you got love, that soft spot for Michael Keaton. I love Michael Keaton's band. I can't help it. But then top three, man, I got to go with, and like I said, not in any order. I got to go with, I'm going to put Pattinson in my top three, and I'm also going to put Affleck in my top three. Yeah. I um, I like Pattinson the best. Screw Bale. I think. <laughs> I think after this, granted, this is the kind of Batman I wanted to see. Um, no love for Val Kilmer, huh? Oh, no. Not tonight. <laughs> I mean, he's not. I think he's actually a decent Bruce Wayne. I buy him as like a hot, young, <coughs> smart billionaire, but Batman? Nah. I think Pattinson's probably my favorite. Um, and I I don't like Keaton as much as some. I like Keaton. He's top three. I, I do, mean. too. Yeah. I think Bale's at that four. I, I know that's controversial. He's got the best movie, for sure. Um, probably. Um, well, that's just, that's just ages we'll see. But Dark Knight's part of the best movie. But I think Pattinson's my favorite, and they got Ben and... And Keaton up there. I, I don't think Bale's the best Batman. That's probably controversial, but he's a good he's, Batman. I, don't I mean, think he's either. I think he's, he's good. Fine. But yeah. Um, but I think he's. I think Pattinson. Now we'll see how the trilogy goes. I mean, that might change because we only see him in one movie. I mean, it's like it's yeah. hard because we only see him in one movie. Ben Affleck never even got a movie um, yet. They're supposedly gonna be making one. Sure. And the last thing I'll say is Matt Reeves is now making two movies on HBO, two shows on HBO Max. Gotham PD would be set before Commissioner before Gordon is even a cop. I think, or yeah. as he's like as he's becoming a cop. And then he's making an Arkham Asylum show. I thought he's, uh, I thought about the Penguin show. Oh, that too. Now that got that was just the other day. Now they're making really? a Penguin show. Sorry, there's three coming out. Yeah, um, and I thought I read that they're going to push the Penguin show to the forefront now because this movie's been so successful. So. I'm more interested in the Arkham Asylum one now, but me too. Just because that's interesting to me. That sounds um, yeah, interesting. that's all I got to sure. say. But um, yeah, is so that it? A, so a, it's an A. That's what we got. All of us raised. Man, that was a good movie. That was a good. I'm, I'm ready to buy it on 4K Steelbook and watch it all the time. Movie. I'm ready to watch it in my sleep. I can't do that. It's one. Weird. Anyway, I just enjoyed it. Is what I'm saying. Um, it's, it's I want to watch it's it. All lock the time. screen on my phone right it. now. It's been lock screen on my phone too. <laughs> the poster. They got some cool posters too. I want to watch it all the time when I sleep, eat, make love, whatever. I want to have it on constantly. Anyway, <laughs> that's nice. That being said, uh, not we, a very uplifting movie. We, though. We, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, it's, a, it's quite the turn off yeah. actually. Um, anyway. <laughs> Those are our thoughts and feelings and opinions about the Batman. Those are um, his thoughts and feelings. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I don't care about yours right now. <laughs> but um, you, the listener, what do you think about the Batman? Uh, what do you think about Robert Pattinson's interpretation of Batman? Um, whatever you guys think about the film, um, please reach out to us and let us know what you thought about the movie or what you think about our opinions on the movie. Um, you can reach out to us and hit us up and talk to us. We are on Facebook at Movie Matrix Podcast or we are on Twitter at Movie Matrix Pod. Hit us up. Let us know what you guys thought about this episode or any of our episodes for that matter. But until next time, signing off for Matt Jordan and David. We'll see you guys then. Peace. Thank <laughs> you.